Today's scripture reading is Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded and they were created, and he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree, and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds, king of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints. For the people of Israel who are near to him, praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's so good to be with you all. As Nathan said earlier, my name is Nikki. I'm one of the pastors here. And it truly is a joy that Christmas is on Sunday and we get to gather together with our church family and celebrate the birth of our Savior. Now, I know many of us probably started celebrations a little earlier today. Maybe some presents were opened or some stockings. So kids, if you've already opened some presents, why don't you go ahead and just shout out maybe what was one of your favorite gifts? Bow and arrow. Oh, that sounds like some good stuff. Okay, I can't stand right there. Maybe. Okay, so, um, and now, this is for everyone. Maybe turn to your neighbor and tell them what was a gift that you're really excited to give this year. But that's only if you've already given it because we're not doing spoilers. Okay, let's go. All right. Well, I want to be a good gift giver. I put a lot of pressure on myself to give my friends and my family just the right gift, and I'm just not very good at it. Or maybe I'm not as good at it as I think I should be. So I feel all this pressure. And then don't we all have that person in our lives that's really hard to get a gift for? You know who I'm talking about? For me, it's my husband. Like, I... Just want to give him something great every year that he is going to just love and use, and I just can't think of anything. My mind goes blank, right? And to top it off, he is actually a really good gift giver, like next level gift giver, which is good for me in a lot of ways, but then it kind of heaps on the pressure, right? So when we think about people who are difficult and tough to get gifts for, what about God? Today, we are celebrating God's birthday. So what do we get him for Christmas? I mean, he literally has everything, right? So each year when I'm struggling to get Ryan just the perfect gift, he knows me well enough to know I'm stressing about it. And at some point, he just tells me, like, hey, Nikki, this is what I want. Or this year, he went above and beyond, and he said, this is what I want. I ordered it. It's in the closet. All you have to do is wrap it. I know, it's fantastic, right? Because then I feel all this relief, right? 
because nothing I can think of to get for him seems adequate to express like my love and my appreciation for him. And so when we think about what gifts to get God, so much more pressure, right? Talk about nothing seeming adequate. So what do we get God for Christmas? Thankfully, he does the same thing for us that Ryan does for me. He just tells us. Psalm 148 tells us that what God wants for Christmas is praise. God wants our praise. So let's give the gift of praise. If you have your Bible, turn to Psalm 148. And throughout this Advent season, we have been tracing the story of our King through the Psalms. And the book of Psalms paints us just a beautiful picture of God's King who would come and bring justice and restore God's kingdom to earth. And Psalm 148 is in the conclusion of the story. It's kind of tucked in the middle of five Psalms that praise God for his victory. And this Psalm begins and ends with a command, praise the Lord. Or your Bible may say hallelujah, which is Hebrew for praise the Lord. So kids, have you ever wondered what we mean when we say hallelujah? It's not really a word you hear a lot outside of church. And that's because it's Hebrew. So when you say the word hallelujah, you're speaking Hebrew. And when we say hallelujah, it's not actually directed at God. It's directed at each other. We're telling each other to praise the Lord. So how do we praise God? Well, we praise him with our whole lives. Everything that we do that flows out of our love for God and our obedience to him, that is praise. Romans 12:1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Our whole lives should be lived in praise to God. And we also get to praise God with our voices. The words we use to describe God and to pour out our gratitude for what he has done for us in this newborn King Jesus that we celebrate today. The songs we sing together, that is praise. And it matters. And God commands us to praise him throughout the Bible. It's not optional for us. We should sing songs of praise and live God lives that glorify God every day, especially on Christmas. So let's give the gift of praise. And this psalm also tells us that we humans, we don't praise God alone. We get to join with all creation in the gift of praise, this song to our God. All heaven and earth is like a gigantic choir, and we are invited to sing along. Let's jump into the psalm, verses 1 through 4. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. The heavens and all that fill them is praising the Lord right now. Verses 7 through 10. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds. The earth and all that is in it is praising the Lord right now. And this is more than just personification or poetic license. We feel this, don't we? We get glimpses of it. Our family loves to travel, and I'm sure as a result of Nathan's overwhelming and slightly obnoxious enthusiasm, uh, we have become national parks people, and we love to hike, most of us, sorry kid, and uh, we love to go and seek beauty in nature. 
And when you see the grandeur of the mountains, or the colors of fall, or the staggering height of the redwoods, you can't help but marvel at the beauty and praise the God that created it. One of my favorite Andrew Peterson songs is called Nothing to Say. It's old school. Uh, But the chorus, it just captures this feeling so well for me. It says, And the mountains sing your glory, hallelujah. And the canyons echo sweet, amazing grace. My spirit sails, the mighty gales are bellowing your name. And I've got nothing to say. We have these moments where our souls get caught up in the praise of creation and we can find ourselves just speechless. But you know, you don't have to drive to the mountains to experience this. You can just walk outside your front door. One of my favorite things to do is to get up early before the sun and go for a walk or for a run. Now, this is only in the summer, people. I don't like to be cold. But I'm out there. The stars are shining and sometimes the moon is up. And everything's just so incredibly still. And then the birds begin to sing. And then the insects begin to hum. And it just feels like all of creation is praising its creator. by starting out their day by giving back to God the gifts that he gave to them. And it's super cheesy, but there are times when I just can't help but just start singing. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Oh, praise him. Hallelujah. So how does creation praise God? It's by fulfilling its purpose, by doing what it was designed to do. Birds singing and flying, that's praise. Insects hopping and humming, that's praise. Kids, if you have a dog, and your dog runs full speed with delight, that's praise. If you have a cat, when your cat looks at you like it's better than you and it's judging you, I'm kidding, that's probably not praise. But have you seen the amazing, like, acrobatic feats that they're capable of? That's my cat. That's hobbies. That is praise. All creation is praising God around us all the time. And we're invited to join in on this chorus of heaven and earth and to learn from it. There's this great quote by Frederick Buechner that speaks to this so beautifully. We learn to praise God not by paying compliments, but by paying attention. Watch how the trees exult when the wind is in them. Mark the utter stillness of the great blue heron in the swamp. Listen to the sound of the rain. Learn how to say hallelujah from the ones who say it right. So we give God the gift of praise, joining with all creation, and as awe-inspiring as that is, we get to give the best gift for all time. And what seems so incredible to me is the praise of God's people is what he is most excited for. As marvelous as the song of the moon and the stars is, it's your praise that he wants most. Let's go back to Psalm 148, verses 11 through 14. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him. Praise the Lord. Well, this psalm mirrors Genesis 1, in which God creates the heavens and the earth and all that is in them. And it is good. 
but the culmination of creation on day six, the crown of creation, that was us, humanity. And then creation was very good. And Psalm 148 goes through the same progression and tells the heavens and the earth and all that is in them to praise the Lord. But the culmination of the praise to our God is us. Think about that for a minute. What value and love God places on you that your praise is what is most valuable to him. When we travel, when we go different places, I always try to watch a sunset. Um, there's just something about them that's just so beautiful. But you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a sunset anywhere that's more beautiful than the ones that we have like right here. Like We're so blessed to live in like amazing sunset, sunset country. You guys have all seen them, and they are just glorious. And they are the heavens praising God. Kids and adults, picture a sunset, the most beautiful one you've ever seen, with all the colors, the reds and oranges and yellows and pinks and purples. Your praise is more beautiful to God than that. Our praise is the best gift. But I know that in this broken world, it can be hard to praise, and the darkness can seem so very near. And this is why we need this psalm, which tells us of the end of our cosmic story. Remember, it talks about redemption and the victory of God. That's the raising up a horn part in verse 14. That's not imagery we're super familiar with these days, Um, but it's the picture of a bull, like raising up his horns in victory after a battle. It's talking about Jesus and his defeat of sin and death. And in Psalm 148, the psalm which speaks of the victory and salvation, there's no hint of evil or sin or oppression. There is just praise. What lasts is praise. Evil is fleeting. This world and all of its pain and hardship and ugliness, that is temporary. That's the good news of Christmas. Our God came to dwell with us, to live a life without sin, to take our sin upon himself, to bear the weight of it, and to win victory over sin and death. Praise wins. I know that some of us are walking through deep and dark valleys, and that praise can seem very difficult. Sometimes praise is a sacrifice. Remember Romans 12.1 I read earlier? We offer our bodies, our whole selves, as living sacrifices to our God. God knows what it costs you to praise him. And sometimes it is very costly. But he is glorified by it. And this is why we need each other. Why we need to gather together Sunday after Sunday and sing praises. Because sometimes I doubt the goodness of God. I forget that praise is what endures and I need to see you singing, to see that you believe it and to be reminded that God is faithful and God is good. And I need to be here week after week to sing for you, for the times when you need me to carry you, to remind you that God is true and God is good and that praise wins. So on Christmas, we celebrate the first coming of Christ. And we also eagerly anticipate his second coming when heaven and earth will meet and sin and death and pain are no more. Revelation 19 captures this beautifully. 
Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Our story ends with praise. And in the meantime, until we get to the end of our stories, we continue to give God the gift of praise. We join with all creation and all those who've come before us in the faith, our fathers and mothers in the faith, and those who encountered Jesus in the Christmas story. Their response was praise. John left in his mother's womb. The angelic choir burst into song. The shepherds glorified God. Anna and Simeon burst into praise in the temple when they meet baby Jesus. The wise men brought their gifts. And we get to join in to add our gift of praise to those who have come before us. The darkness can seem dark, but it does not win. Jesus has won. Praise wins. Let's pray. God, may we be a people that glorify you with our words and with our lives. For you alone are worthy. On this Christmas day, we thank you for the gift of your son this gift of love and redemption and victory. And we eagerly anticipate the day when there will be no more darkness and we see you face to face. Amen.